Los mejores viajes nacen en la carretera. Pero este comenzará en tu mente. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500. Hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. Los mejores viajes nacen en la carretera. Pero este comenzará en tu mente. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500. Hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. Good evening and welcome to Newsnight. Live on Joy 99.7 FM here in Accra and Kumasi on Love 99.5 FM. Affiliates across Ghana's 16 regions on myjoyonline.com. Facebook and X Spaces coming up. Another shooting incident in Nkwanta, this time involving four persons just 24 hours after one person was killed, raising concerns about renewed clashes there. We have details as more security personnel have been deployed to the area in addition to the dawn to dusk curfew already in place. Also tonight, over 400 persons to go through a thorough scrutiny as the NPP assures a fair playing ground for all parliamentary aspirants and constituencies with certain MPs in less than 20 hours. This vetting is also going to give everybody the opportunity to ensure that we are given the fair ground to be able to contest. And that is why we have set up the National Parliamentary Appeals Committee and with just 10 days to the start of the Africa Cup of Nations in La Côte d'Ivoire, GFA President Keto Kweku is rallying support for the Black Stars as they begin camping in Kumasi today. Let us leave behind us all the pre-announcement discussions and as Ghanaians, let's push and put our weight behind the men who have been picked to go to Côte d'Ivoire to fight for glory for our dear country. I'll take you live to Kumasi. And in business, senior finance lecturer at the University of Ghana Business School is worried government's overspending in the 2024 elections could erode economic gains. And are you ready for Ghana's biggest and most exciting New Year party is a Joy FM 90s jam this Friday? 
It's always going to be a night where people are really going to, you know, reminisce on good songs and how they uh, enjoy themselves. That's and more in tonight's edition of Newsnight. You want to join us with your thoughts and comments? Is via WhatsApp is zero five five one 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 nine nine seven. I am MFA Apau. Welcome. We settle for details now and start off from the OT region. And this evening, four more people have been shot in Inquanta after one person was shot dead yesterday in renewed clashes in the area. The four are believed to be headquarters who were attacked and shot in Odomichala while loading a truck. Well, this comes just after hours after one other person was killed or shot and killed in the area yesterday in spite of a dawn to dusk curfew imposed by the Interior Minister late last year. At least 12 persons have been killed in a related disturbance believed to be land and chieftaincy related issues. Well, the fresh hostilities come day, just days after the chairman of the Municipal Security Council, Bright Lengwa, announced plans to tighten security following what he says are the fresh twists in the conflict. Listen to the driver of the truck and one of the headquarters narrates Joy News what really happened. now let's bring in my uh, my colleague at Adum News, Obrimpong Owusu, is on the ground uh, for us on this particular issue. Obrimpong Owusu, thank you so much for joining us here on Join News. So where exactly are you now and what would you say is the situation um, as we speak? Currently, I am at Nkwantas, St. Joseph Hospital, where the four persons who sustain gun injuries are receiving treatment. And um, can you tell us what the estate is as we speak, according to the doctors? Oh, well, the two that were referred to the municipal hospital are currently back in contact in Joseph Hospital, and I can confirm that they are responding to treatment. Um, I did had a discussion with them, and, and per, their response shows that, in fact, they are responding to, to treatment. And what led to this um, recent shooting, you would say? Well, we cannot confirm, but we all know that for the past month, in Quanta South has not known peace due to... Uh, a conflict between three ethnic groups in Nkwanta. Um, we know there have been stakeholders engagement to ensure that the police return to uh, peace for people to also control their activities. So we are around. We know that even although there's curfew in the town, people go out to do their normal activities from 6 a.m. to 5 p.m. But uh, we cannot tell much what might have triggered the recent. Uh, class where these four persons uh, were shot after they were returning from Odome with the cargo truck where they were loaded with dairy 
uh, in the morning there was a report that one of uh, the persons uh, were shot at uh, mm. the farm. So the police were there to retrieve their body. So we did not know what, but I figured the recent uh, class that led to the shooting of the four persons now. Okay, but um, we know that you've mentioned, uh, rightly so, that there's a curfew imposed on the town some two months ago. And this curfew is still in place. It's not yielding the needed results. And we were hoping that this will end the clashes in the area. Sure. This is the hope of every uh, Ghanaian and resident in Kwanza South here, that the imposing of the curfew was definitely going to restore peace in the area. But even though the curfew is imposed, um... They continue to have this incident of shooting and um, killing in some nearby communities. Mm. So we are thinking that maybe because the security has not been enough to intensify the operations in, in this such community, which is leading to this uh, recent happening. But I can tell you that the security are really, really working. Kodonkwata South is a cosmopolitan area whereby we have a lot over 120 communities surrounded the, uh, the capital. Okay. So it is difficult for them to always maybe enhance uh, the operations within this area. So, but we can acknowledge that operations, but I think they need to do more to ensure that these perpetrators who are hiding in the forest or bush, killing people who uh, maybe in attempt going to farm to pick their farm, to, uh, their produce, or maybe get some food stuff for their home. They'll be attacked by unknown persons, unknown gunmen, mm. uh, which is a really, really worry to uh, in the area. Okay. Obrimpong, we are grateful for your time. That's Adum correspondent Obrimpong also reporting live from the Inquanta area on the recent uh, shooting that we're hearing. He's also been reporting from the hospital and talking about the state of these four persons who were shot recently. But thankfully, we've been joined on the phone also by the Municipal Chief Executive for Inquanta South, Bright Lengua. We are grateful for your time here on Newsnight. So what kind of briefing have you received so far on this latest shooting that we're hearing about? Yeah, so the latest, uh, as reported already, is that this morning somebody was shot and then unfortunately he passed on uh, on his farm. Uh, later on, four others were shot uh, in a truck that they've gone to load some food as uh, foodstuffs. Uh, they are alive, but in uh, critical, some of them in critical uh, conditions. So, so far today, that has been the issues on board. You must be a worried man as a municipal chief executive for the area because in spite of a curfew that was imposed um, to be able to curb these clashes, it appears it still lingers. What really is happening in your area? Yeah, definitely you yeah, have to be worried. Uh, several other stakeholders are worried as well. Yes, so uh, the last time we spoke, I made mention that the public has taken a new turn uh, as a result of the presence of the security services in town it's become difficult for people to attack or to strike. That's how counties has put the peripheries, uh, peripheries of the town. Uh, we've met again to devise new, new means and ways of handling uh, the issue which I cannot put forward anyway. So for me, for now, uh, if the stakeholders involved, the various ethnic groups involved uh, come out to say yes, in fact, we are putting our house down. I believe that is the most important thing we need now for uh, for us to ha- have an end to this uh, killings ongoing. Because security will do their best. But if the people themselves are not committed to say, oh, yes, we've caused so much havoc and damage by ourselves, 
Let us end it. I bet uh, it will be very difficult for security services alone to to work anything out. Mm. But Mr. Lenwa, what we are learning, at least these four were told they are believed to be headquarters and they were shot in Odomichala. Are you saying this is also part of an ethnic clash or, or, or how would you describe it or what kind of briefing do you well, have? Well, it's, it's very easy to link it to what is going on uh, in town. Uh, though the connection uh, may not be there very easily. Um, but like I said, the new trend of events is that is the shootings are happening out of town. Uh, that is that is what is happening at the at the moment. So it's, it's very it's an isolated case, fine. But uh, it's, it's very easy to connect it to to what is happening. Otherwise, somebody will ask, what is the motive behind what what why what is the motive behind this? It doesn't look like it's a situation that music, dissect, and uh, all that we need to know, regsec are in control of. It's not a security situation you are in control of. Is it right to say that? Well, I don't think it's, it's very right uh, to say that. Uh, after the, the imposition of curfew, like I said, the destruction of property and life in the main town, in fact, has ceased. And as a result of what the, the patrols and then the good work that the, that the security services are doing, you understand? Mm-hmm. So that's what I said. Now it has moved out of town because of the presence of the security, and we have devised means and ways of uh, trying to handle this. And, I'm and you can assure, and you can assure that um, even though it's gone out of town, it's a situation that uh, you have under control. Are we calling for more security? Are we beefing it up? What exactly is the way forward then? Uh, we've put additional measures in place, which I, I will not be able to uh, come out directly to say this is what we have called for, this is what we have done, and all of that. So. But for me, the most important thing is that I'm still appealing to the stakeholders involved to ask their people to leave the bushes if they are there and to put their arms down so we return to the negotiating table. And in all this, so far, at least 12 persons have been killed. Am I correct? Yeah, it's a number there are thereabouts. Uh, we need to sit down and do some proper calculations to be able to authenticated but but not less than that yeah well um at the national level though i'm sure the interior ministry amongst others national security are concerned about the situation um are they helping in any way and are you calling for more support military intervention amongst others really i'm sure yes, you can put i can out say all the they, they, are, they are helping they have helped and they have helped a lot because it is from them that even the men on ground have come down. They deploy the men to come and assist and all of that. So they are helping. But like you said along the line, I think uh, we need more support and we are in talks uh, with them. We need more support in several ways. So we are in talks with them. Okay. Mr. Brightland, we are grateful uh, for your time. That's the MCE for Inquanta South, Brightland, uh, giving us updates um, following the latest incident. Four persons have been shot, some in critical condition, others also um, stable um, as we speak um, in the Inquanta area. And it's just 24 hours after one person was also shot and killed um, as a result of these um, clashes and he says that it could be linked to the ethnic clashes that we've been reporting about over the period and you've been hearing my colleague also on the ground who's giving us updates and as and when we get more hopefully um, when the situation is under control also we'll bring you more details there's more also on myjoyonline.com but here in Accra scores of passengers were also earlier left stranded at Wager SCC in the Wager municipality of the greater Accra region as taxi drivers there suspended work to demonstrate 
magistrate over what they call an unlawful demolition of their buildings by a group claiming to be national security operatives. You can listen to some of the drivers. Some people came here purporting to be national security operatives and demolished our building, claiming the land belongs to them. It is a government through the Bowen Municipal Assembly that gives the land we are currently occupying. We are not going to work today. The MC and the government needs to intervene because we are serving the community. They came here on the first night when everyone is at church without giving us any promise. And that was the situation at uh, Wager, where we are yet to get any uh, definite response from those that have been accused or alleged to be involved in the demolition as the taxi drivers narrate and as in when we get any more on that. But let's pol- uh, turn our attention to politics now. And in less than 24 hours, the governing New Patriotic Party was subject to thorough grilling prospective aspirants who have picked forms to contest the parliamentary primaries and constituencies with certain MPs currently. Already, uh, the party has elected its parliamentary candidate in orphan constituencies and the upcoming election um, will be finalized uh, to the party's reorganization process towards 2024. Well, the vetting of the aspirants will run concurrently across the country with a high-level NPP bigwigs taxed to supervise the process. We'll get to hear from the party shortly, but my colleague Samuel Limbura of our political desk joins us on the line with details of the breakdown of the list as we have it from the party. Imbura, we know the vetting will cover 137 constituencies. Let's talk about the details exactly uh, mfr so as you indicated earlier that uh, this uh, exercise uh, of um, uh, electing parliamentary candidates in the constituencies occupied by the ntp is the last leg of the reorganization process toward the 2024 uh, general election so it's actually a critical one for them and then these seats are considered safe seats uh, for the party in which they are working um, seriously to uh, retain. So uh, there are 137 of them. Uh, we know 400 actually picked forms. And out of the 400 who picked forms, Ashanti region is leading with 137, followed by the Eastern region, 93 um, of them. And these figures are obvious because of the number of constituencies in these uh, regions. We know Ashanti region has about 41 constituencies that are taking part in the election, Eastern 24. So if you look at the forms that were also returned after the picking of the nominations, uh, we have a total of 373 of them. And still Ashanti region is leading with 126 and then Eastern region. And the least region there is the Bono uh, East region. So we have um, 23 of these um, sitting MPs going unopposed. Um, Ashanti region, five of them. Northern region, five. And the third one is the northeast region, and the remaining regions uh, share the figures, with the least being um, one. So uh, that is a general overview of the um, list. That, I mean, the breakdown that the party uh, has given. This uh, vetting exercise of the aspirants um, tomorrow will run concurrently across the country at designated uh, centres that the party has communicated to the regional agencies to supervise. In fact. 
Unfortunately, um, I am having a terrible connection to you, Imbura, but thank you uh, for that breakdown. Let me also bring in the Deputy General Secretary of the NPP, Haruna Mohamed. Thank you so much uh, for joining us. He's directly responsible for the coordination of this vetting exercise as well. We are grateful for your time. And uh, let's talk about whether all is set for the vetting to begin tomorrow. Uh, thank you very much, MFA. I say good evening and happy new year to the entire uh, multimedia team and the good people of Ghana and your listeners. Thank you. Yes, everything is set for tomorrow. Um, Burton is slated for 3rd of uh, January to the 5th of January. And that is from tomorrow Wednesday to Friday uh, this very week. All uh, committee members have been dispatched, duly dispatched by the party at the national headquarters. We have 20 vetting teams that are going into the various regions, uh, with Ashanti region having four teams, um, Eastern region having three teams, um, Greater Accra having two teams, Central region having two teams, and the rest of the regions have one one, except OT region, where we don't have a sitting member of parliament. Uh, as been given by Embura, uh, uh, the breakdown is as perfect as it is, and we hope to make sure that all these members are voted and we kickstart our campaign towards the 2024 mm. general election. Usually the concern is about um, the fairness and transparency of the process in order to avoid chaos. What do you say to that? Um, we in the MPP, a liberal consecutive party, uh, a party that believes in uh, democracy, a party that believes in competition, uh, we have demonstrated that from the presidential primaries. We have also demonstrated that from the orphan. Los mejores viajes nacen en la carretera, pero este comenzará en tu mente. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500. Constituencies. We have given fair grounds to every member of the party who is interested to contest for these particular elections to pick up forms and submit their forms uh, for them to be voted. The party at the national level has also formed the Parliamentary Appeals Committee, those who will be um, not satisfied with certain decisions. Uh, would have to also appeal, send it to the appeals committee, which is headed by Honorable Osei Prempe, and the secretary to that committee is Evans Nimaku, the director of elections, with Honorable Pariansa as a member, mm-hmm. uh, Madame Esther Ofori as a member, Aru Solomon as a member, Professor Emmanuel Flolo as a member, Dr. Clifford Brimer also as a member, Honorable Eugenia Kifti Kusi also as a member, mm-hmm. Dr. Adiman Budu and Alhaji Amadou Kalim, popularly known as Alhaji uh, Amadou Business. Okay. So these are members of the appeals committee who will be hearing all appeals or possible appeals that will come. We believe that at the end of the day that we will have a very smooth contest and uh, vetting will be done and satisfaction will be there and we will come out more united than before.
Well, the issue about uh, the known stalwarts or big wigs in your party who are no longer contesting, if my math is correct, at the last count, it's about 18 of them, including uh, the likes of Dan Kwekubuche, Joe Wise. We have the issues also about uh, Swami MP or Sechi Mensabonsu, amongst others. Has the number increased or is it still at 18? Um, the number is still at 18 because as at the time we close nominations, uh, there has not been any of these big wigs uh, who are going. Mm. And we have always maintained as a party that we have produced uh, big stalwarts in this country in terms of parliamentary democracy. If you look at the performances of uh, the likes of D.H. Mensah, you look at uh, uh, the likes of uh, Paposo Ankuma and the rest of the people who have also contributed, Howie Akubi and Co., uh, you saw that we have been able to get the likes of uh, uh, President, the current president, Nanado Danko Ekufuadu. And his exit, we got another a good gentleman in the person of Atatia. Uh, so the MPP has always replaced this big waste with uh, people who have been natured to be able to lead the front of our parliamentary democracy mm. on behalf of the new patriotic party. Their exit is a pain to us, but we feel that we'll be able to fill those particular gaps. And going forward, we would have to tap into their experiences going forward to make sure that we strengthen parliamentary democracy through the participation of the new patriotic party. And, and finally, uh, the, issue, the status of the constituencies that have been put on hold? Um, for now, we have a uh, formula constituency that is still on hold. Uh, we also have um, um, uh, this in uh, Sunyani East also on hold. And then uh, we have Akati, Akati North also on hold. But Ketu North, um, Ketu North was on hold. The, the, between the Ketu North and Akati North was on hold, one of them uh, is being added to Amewu's constituency, and then uh, we are running the elections in there. We are also adding up um, uh, this place uh, in the Upper East region, um, Boku Central. We are adding Boku Central back to the sitting members of parliament, and then uh, we are running the elections in that particular area too. And so, a decision is yet to be taken on Sunyani East for Mina, uh, for instance. Yes, yeah, Sunyani East has been given a directive by National Council for certain things to be done and elections to be held uh, in that particular constituency. So for now, uh, it is put on hold uh, because of a court action that a decision has been taken by the National Council for this to be reconciled before elections are done. And Formina? Uh, for Formina is a decision of National Council and National Council will take a decision on that at the appropriate time. Okay, we are grateful. That's the Deputy General Secretary of the NPP, Haruna Mohamed, there giving us details of the vetting that's supposed to start from tomorrow all the way to the 5th of January. But away from the NPP, flag bearer of the National Democratic Congress, John Romani Mahama, has assured electorates of a redemption for the country voted back to power. He believes the country has run into, has been run into a ditch and in need of an experienced hand to salvage the situation. Mr. Mahama is touting the NDC's ability to ensure economic recovery already. He has accepted the savior tag, which is fast gaining popularity among party supporters. Nanaya Ojima has more in the following report. The story of the biblical savior is likened to that of John Mahama's second shot at the presidency. And this is how supporters of the NDC tell the story. Between 2012 and 2016, John Mahama was granted a four-year mandate to lead the country. Here are the accounts the former president gives on his service to the nation. And then inflation and um, 
almost 40 percent as we speak inflation is around 40 percent in 2016 when we left office inflation was around 12 percent however john mahama was voted out of office for non-performance the call for a second term is gaining ground as the former president tours the country to seek concerns of the public for a 2024 party manifesto here are some firm believers of the John Mahama candidature. Apart from Mahama, you need savior baby. We need a miracle. You need savior baby. John Mahama is our savior after Jesus Christ. If he doesn't come to help, then we are dead. Bless you, Papa. This is our magic and our Mahama, nee savior. Just say 2012. Mahama by. He came to office in 2012 and exited in 2016. Things have deteriorated after his exit. We need him back into office to help. The savior tag is being accepted by the former president as he attempts a comeback into office. The NDC flag bearer has continuously described the NPP government's performance as abysmal. He believes the country has run into a ditch and in need of an experienced hand to salvage the situation. Your boss, no VIP, I had a echo according to no, a quarter ditch. Today, we are all crying. Things are tough. The bus in which we are traveling has fallen into a ditch, and we have to join hands to bring it back on the road. If you take a look at the political parties in the country, the most development oriented party is the NDC. I just said, to him, a second coming of his government is a redemption for the country. God promised a savior. I am a Christian and I know Jesus Christ is the one. But I know God has shown us mercy. So before the second coming of Christ, there will be a predecessor to save Ghanaians from bondage. That person is an experienced individual with knowledge to help. I know that savior is John Dramani Mahama at the NDC party. Experience any Christians are certain of a return of their savior, but the NDC's savior can only return if the electorate vote him in 2024. For Joy News, reporting. And this is News Night here on Joy 99.7 FM. Time for business. Emma Davis, no savior, uh, joins <laughs> us in the studio with business. Emma, yeah. what do we have? Uh, and in business, senior finance lecturer at the University of Ghana Business School is worried. Governments overspending in the 2024 elections could erode economic gains. Business on News Night is brought to you by MTN Business, Kingdom Books and Stationery, Syntex Sanks, and Pepsodent Herbal and Chaco. Now let's settle for the details. My name is Emma Davis. 
Senior Finance Lecturer at the University of Ghana Business School, Dr. Benjamin Amwa, has stated that government's tendency to overspend in 2024 could derail gains made over the last few months. Responding to a report by Fitch Solutions stating that the government will overspend ahead of the 2024 elections, Dr. Amwa said the budget overruns in an election year is always daunting. Hence, government must prioritize indigenous uh, products and services which will in turn boost the economy. We see the surge in government attempt to spend and also to be seen to be working for the people win votes. This is not the first time we're going to witness. And that is what normally erodes the gains that we are able to record before elections. All we need to do is to watch and hope that this time around, even if the spending will take place, the spending should be domesticated to the extent that we will not demand forex to that spending. Rather spend on indigenous companies or indigenous products so that we will find a way of keeping the spending within the economy than to spend on items that may be imported that in the end will not benefit us directly. You shouldn't forget that many of the items we used to support our elections are even imported. Dr. Benjamin Amwa is a senior finance lecturer at the University of Ghana Business School. The country's power sector is facing threats of a shutdown due to the financial flow problems. That's according to the executive director of the Africa Center for Energy Policy, Ben Boache. Speaking on the Super Morning Show today, Mr. Boache said there is a long-standing debt owed to the independent power producers by the Electricity Company of Ghana and other stakeholders. He therefore fears the situation could be dire if governments fails to intervene. We've also seen some actions from the IPPs. Asogli in December was wild, trying to get their money back. They managed to get $60 million from government. We don't know how they're going to push back on these delays in payment. And, and I keep saying that Asogli was one of the considerate IPPs in the space. Suddenly, they are chasing their money. And I, mm. I suspect that in 2024, given that it's an election year, all the IPPs are going to be looking for their money because you don't want to push your debt to 2025 yeah. when there's a new government, a new negotiation and the rest yeah. of it. So those are the threats uh, we face. Dr. Benjamin Boach is speaking earlier on the Super Morning Show today. The Ghana Stock Exchange placed 10th in dollar terms among 15 stock markets in Africa in 2023. It recorded a return of negative 5.66% for investors. Here's more in this report. But for the about 15% depreciation of the city to the dollar, the acquired bears would have been classified among the top performing stock markets in Africa in 2023. In local currency terms, the GSCI replaced fifth with a 28.08% return for investors. The performance of the market is coming on the back of the International Monetary Fund program, which brought some renewed investor confidence. According to data, the non-banking stocks led the gains in the equity market. The financial stock index however registered a return of negative 7.36%. This was a result of the second part of the domestic debt exchange program, which had impacted the earnings of some banks. The best-performing stocks were BOP, Total Energies, Unilever, Guinness Ghana Breweries Limited, and MTN Ghana. The worst-performing stocks were, however, Axis Bank, Ecobank Ghana, SIC, Enterprise Group, and Cal Bank. Meanwhile, Egypt EGX was the best-performing stock on the African continent in 2023. 
That was a business desk report. And that's all for business on Newsnight. Thank you very much, Emma. Enjoy the rest of the day. Uh, it looks you. like the festive period has ended, has it? Well, <laughs> so quickly. <laughs> officially, it's ended and business is expected to return to normalcy once again. But not many are in the mood to return to work. As a result, business has been slow on day one of a working day in 2024. Our microphones were around town to capture events. Although it is the second day of the year, it is actually the first working day of 2024. People are gradually returning to their workplaces after spending the Christmas holidays with family, traveling and having fun. So we're in town to gauge the mood, to ask workers how they are coping on their return to work on the first day of 2024. It has not been active as it used to be. Because I facilitate adult learners, uh-huh, and most of them are yet to return from their break. Uh-huh, so, so far, it has been good. I hope it will be more active than it was last year. Majority of the workers is, are still at home. At, at first, all the normal days, by this time, we have more than 50 to 60. But as I'm talking to you right now, we are just sitting there idle. None of the customers are even coming. I'm sure no money in the system again. The majority of them have finished chopping their money. So maybe they are not coming to work to even get some few money to, to you know, enjoy. Usually with the kind of job I do, on this time is very free. It gets more intense from the beginning of the second quarter. So yeah, basically it's been a good year for me. That's my colleague Kenneth Jesse there interacting with some persons in the street of Accra on um, the return to business after the festive period. But of course, it's not all over yet. I'll tell you more shortly because we are getting ready for the Joy 90s Jam this Friday. But before then, let me take you to Kumasi where we're just 10 days to the start of the Africa Cup of Nations in La Côte d'Ivoire. GFA President Ket Okreku is rallying support for the Black Stars. Bring back the love, bigger and better. As it Begin camping in Kumasi today. Well, the players have started arriving in the country and uh, they will join their mates in Kumasi where they'll be camping ahead of the tournament. Some Ghanaians though are unsure if the team will do well after 42 years of failure. We have you know, equally good players, Kudus, Jordan and the other players. They are all equally good. And, you know, and they are young, they are, you know, it's you team too. So I hope you know we can, they can do better. We have a good quality team, but... Um, um, the team is not ready to come together to uh, to win in the cup now. I think maybe in the in the next um, two or five years before, but for now I, I don't think we can. we can reach semi-final, uh, like I mean quarter-final, yeah, because this squad, like I mean this blaster squad, is not squad for trophy. The squad we caught now, no, is. Uh, they are the best for the coach. We have the heart, but for now, uh, how these people are doing? You know, Ghana is like how they start this, uh, this Asantua, this thing. You know, people who know follow Ghanaians especially. They only back you when they see you going. And you see, this 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 uh, gone match we lose, and because of that, uh, we don't have the vim to back up Ghana, the heart to back up Ghana. And Ghana is always in victory when we are backing Ghana with our heart. And for this time, we don't have the heart to back up Ghana. But I know that surely we have victory. I don't see any future in this Blasters team because the coach, he's the head coach, but he, he doesn't have the mandate to do what he likes. 
they have been calling players for him on his behalf even recently. Look at some mistakes that's did. We will go, but we will come out from the group stage. I'm not sure Ghana were able to reach quarter final because this team and the way they are playing. Oh no, I've lost interest in Blasters for a very long time because it's very boring to go and sit down to watch Blasters match. Like I used to watch Chelsea women's football. Just like those days, they will go, they will hype, we will support, nothing will come out. So for me, I've stopped supporting Blasters because it's just a waste of time and stress. Well, um, we disagree largely uh, with the comments that you had there. But the GFA president, Ketu Kriku, wants all Ghanaians to put the past behind, put the past behind and support the team to victory. My plea to all of us is that once the squad is announced, the entire nation must get behind the squad. My plea, even if I have to kneel down and beg the entire country, I will do so, is that we have one senior national men. And this senior national team men is called the Black Stars. And once the men for the job are announced, they are our warriors. Let's get behind the squad. Let us leave behind us all the pre-announcement discussions. And as Ghanaians, let's push and put our weight behind the men who have been picked to go to Cote d'Ivoire to fight for glory for our dear country. My colleague Stephen Zando joins us on the line. He's been monitoring uh, the camping in Kumasi and joins us with all the details. Stephen, what's happening in Kumasi in terms of the camping? All right, so the Black House of Ghana arrived in Kumasi yesterday in the evening. Um, I think the, the, the team was led by captain of the team, Andrew De Deayu. Notable players who arrived yesterday in Kumasi at Majida Shimeru. Um, Alidu Seidu, Abdul Salis Ahmed, um, but as we speak, we don't have Kudu. Escuchas ese rugido? Sientes la experiencia de poder? La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. Mohamed, Jordan Ayu, and Inaki Williams in camp. My information is that, I mean, these players will be joining the camp of the Black Stars um, later um, th this week. Um, currently, the team is based in Golden Bay Hotel here in Kumasi, and MFA must tell you that security is tight because when the Ghana Football Association made the announcement that the Black Stars of Ghana were switching camp from South Africa to Kumasi, they made it clear that security is going to be tight and all the training sessions are going to be held behind closed doors. And so far, from every indication, security is very tight. If you go to the camp base of the Black Stars, you will not really have access to the, the players. And, and so... Um, tomorrow, the stars are expected to train at the Babayara Sports Stadium. In fact, they were supposed to train today at the famous Kumasi Sports Stadium, but that training session was called off. But, I mean, series of training sessions are expected to be held, um, be held at the Babayara Sports Stadium from tomorrow before our friendly match against Namibia on Monday. Mm. But supporters in Kumasi, we know, are very different and they support the Black Stars all the time. Uh, well, how has it been like so far since the, the boys went to camp there? I think that. Um, the reception at the at the at the airport was 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 great. I mm. mean, if you have seen the videos the Ghana Football Association has posted, I mean, it was clear from the faces of the Black Stars, smiles written all over their faces, and 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 the warm reception was something significant. And everybody who was at the airport realized that indeed Kumasi fans love football. They love the fact that the Black Stars of Ghana are pitching camp in Kumasi ahead of the Africa Cup of Nations to be staged 
in I because unfortunately the fans will not have access to the training sessions of the Black Stars. Mm. I think that the game against Namibia, which is the friendly match the Stars will be playing before the tournament, will be open to the public. So, I mean, these fans who want to see what Chris Whitten has got in store for the Black Stars of Ghana this time around in Ivory Coast will have the opportunity of seeing the Stars play at the Babaya Sports Stadium. And, and, and like I said, that friendly match will be open to the public. But Chris Whitten uh, made it clear at that press conference that I mean, they are not going to allow any journalist to stream um, the, the friendly match on, okay. on, on social media. Basically because, I mean, they want everything to be behind closed doors. But this particular friendly match, they want the supporters to have a feel of the black stars that we are sending to Ivory Coast to start um, the 2023 Africa Cup of Nations. Stephen, thank you so much um, for joining us. And Stephen, bringing us all that we need to know about the camping of the Black Stars in Kumasi as they get ready for AFCON in La Cote d'Ivoire. And we're all getting ready and bringing back the love big time for the Black Stars. And staying in Kumasi a while longer, the New Year edition of the Love in Shirai FM Family Party in the Park saw a massive lineup of activities to carry party goers through the New Year. Families from various walks of life gathered to partake in the grand party in the park while creating lasting memories on the special occasion. Nana Bwachi Dankwa Yadom, a party lover himself, has more. Well, into the future with Love FM and Insure FM. You definitely did miss a lot if you did not make it to the 2024 edition of the Love FM and Insure FM family party in the park. It has been a day full of activities um, for children and for families that gathered here today at the Kumase Ratri Park. But then we cannot uh, just talk about the fun without engaging patrons who made it to the 2024 edition of the Love FM Insure FM family party in the park. Well, it's been great. We fully enjoyed ourselves. We are cool. Everything is on point. Is this your first time being here? Oh, no, no. We've been coming every year. Every year? Every year. Yeah. And what, 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 how would you rate this year? Today is superb. Wow. Actually, the crowd, everything is on point. I'm even shocked because the crowd is too much. More than last year. You're having fun, a lot of fun. You are good to be here. When did you come here? Um, in the morning, around 7. seven. You came alone? No, with my family. Your family? Yeah. And then you've been here since morning? Yes. Please. And you're not leaving any moment from now? No. And that's how it went down is the Love FM, Shrine FM party in the park. And the biggest party that we've all been waiting for for years now is finally back. Is the Joy FM. He's one of the DJs built for the night. DJ Black says the show will not stop short of what Accra nightlife used to be in the 90s. Everything is behind or beside the Accra Mall. Things that will bring nostalgia to those who enjoyed the, the nightlife in Accra then. The Glens Nightclub, the Fox Trap, the, 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 the Matador era, and the DJ life where you also saw the press of a lot of DJ competitions, the likes of Azigizah, Kofi Dixon, Fifi Kraft, you know. So it's going to be a night where people are really going to, you know, reminisce on good songs and how they uh, enjoy themselves. Uh, by the way, you 
And that's how we wrap up tonight's edition of News Night. Here on Joy 99.7 FM. Tickets going for 150 Ghana cities only and 200 Ghana cities for VIP happening at City Galleria on Friday. Really, I can't wait. I want to push the days ahead for Friday to just come. 6 p.m. is the Joy FM 90s jam. Do join us at City Galleria on Friday for more. I am MFA Apau. There's more when you log on to my joyonline.com. Once again, have a good evening. Escuchas ese rugido. Sientes la experiencia de poder, la emoción de la libertad. Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC.